Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Good evening, folks. It's time for your Wednesday evening edition of It's News to Us, our daily podcast, taking a look at the day's top stories. And uh, we had a lot of news uh, going on today. I'm waiting for David to to get in on the call so we can talk about uh, the stuff that went on down in Dinwiddie. He was uh, the reporter down there. And actually, uh, David is now just about in on the call. Um, but uh, David went down as there were additional hearings uh, in the uh, Ivo Otieno case. And uh, if David uh, could turn on his mic, there we are. Uh, David, you were down for the uh, for the hearings uh, for three additional uh, Henrico Sheriff's deputies down in Dinwiddie today. Uh, what was uh, going on with those hearings and uh, what was the, the big story coming out of that today? Yes. So it was, it was actually uh, two Henrico Sheriff's deputies and then one of the uh, three central state hospital employees who was charged. Um, but for all three, uh, it was a pretrial hearing. So, you know, there was no real discussion of evidence or anything like that. Uh, there was nothing like that. Uh, it was basically a recognition that they had shown up um, and that they had uh, met with their lawyers already and all of that. And then they set their next hearing date, which for all three was set at August 2nd which uh, is significantly later than the ones from last week. Um, but talking to both you know, defense attorneys and uh, Mark Crudis, who is the uh, attorney representing uh, the Otieno's family, along with uh, Ben Crump, um, it, and also just from things uh, the Commonwealth attorney has said, it looks like that is going to be the hearing where likely they decide whether or not the uh the 10 will be uh tried together or not uh and so they are starting to you know schedule all those on the same day moving forward um and you know we've got some some of the ones from previous weeks coming up in the in the next week or two um that may potentially also get pushed back to august 2nd um now uh as far as that was pretty much what happened in the courtroom itself. Um, but, you know, Otieno's mother and brother were there along with uh, family members, friends, uh, community members, several local activists. Uh, Mark Cruz was there. Um, and afterwards, they talked to us a little bit just about what they see, uh, you know, what's been going on uh, and, you know, what, how they what what they think about how things are going and what they would like to see further um you know they obviously want guilty verdicts for all 10 of the people who've been indicted um but they really seem to be focused on more uh you know the broader issues they see in what happened um and sort of what 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 they're calling systemic failures um both in terms of the medical system and you know uh what, what they uh, have characterized as a real uh, broach of br- breach of protocol at the hospital 
uh, in terms of uh, Otieno being taken to the jail at all because he had apparently been uh, been issued a uh, TDO, which is temporary d- detainment order, which basically would mandate that because he was in a mental health crisis and wasn't really able to control what he was, he needed medical attention. Um, a, this TDO that was issued would have mandated that he stay in the hospital receiving treatment without law enforcement presence for 72 hours. Um, and that was issued, but it was apparently never served. However, the magistrate's office is less than a minute from the hospital, according to uh, Crudis. And also, you know, it's not uncommon for this to happen digitally now. So they're saying there's no real excuse for uh, the fact that that was never served. And then a couple of hours later, Otino was transported to the jail. They're saying that's a huge breach of protocol, um, as well as their continued concerns about his treatment at the jail. So, yeah. you know, they're focused on the systemic nature of, of the whole situation, but still definitely rooting for guilty verdicts. Yeah. And, and and just to give people an indication, the hospital where I believe he was taken was Henrico Doctors Hospital on Parham. Uh, yes. The police the police department is located on Schrader and the um, jail, I believe, is located on Hungary. And if you take a look at the map, um, if you were to put, call up a Google map, you would not need to you know, widen the map to be able to find all three points. They're literally like with in a couple of blocks. And actually you went to high school right next to all three of those locations. I know that very well. (laughs) I know that triangle well. So, um, so yeah. So again, like they said, the distance is not that, not that far. Um, And obviously we'll be paying close attention to that August hearing uh, to see if they do in fact uh, try all 10 together, as we've discussed mm-hmm. previously, that would be an interesting logistical feat. Um, and also when they try this, uh, we've mentioned, uh, because of course there's going to be some turnover in the Dinwiddie Commonwealth attorney's office and how that's handled uh, as well. So it'll be very interesting to see how this case proceeds on many levels. Yes, absolutely. Especially moving forward, you know, when we get into election season for Dinwiddie Commonwealth's attorney, um, because, you know, Baskerville has talked about, you know, part of the reason she wants to try all 10 together is because she's the only prosecutor. Uh, so, you know, it's a big job uh, to take over, uh, especially for someone who might not be as versed in the case already. Yeah, and it'll be very interesting. And I imagine it will play in any election campaign if there is a competitive election. Uh Keep in mind, this is a fairly conservative locality. How, you know, how well does um, pursuing murder charges against law enforcement, uh, you know, how does that play in in a campaign? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that it's right, wrong or indifferent. I'm not accusing anybody of anything or, or, or speculating on anything. Again, we're just saying that it'll be it's likely to play in any campaign if there is a campaign, if it's a contested uh, contested seat. Moving on from that, we did get a slight update on the um, shooting that happened yesterday involving uh, both Henrico and Richmond police and a suspect. This actually occurred after we did the podcast uh, yesterday. Um, it actually occurred not far from where we're located, uh, right at the uh, city county line, um, right off of Staples Mill Road. A guy, uh, 
apparently was involved in a pursuit involving a cement truck. Um, and then there was a uh, crash at the end of that pursuit. And then a- an officer fired and shot the suspect uh, and hit the suspect. He's now in stable condition um, after having life-threatening injuries. And uh, Rico police identifying that officer as a Richmond police officer is the one firing the shots. Um, but we didn't get any additional information as to what led to the pursuit, um, what led to the crash, why the shots were fired, anything along that line. We also don't know the name of the officer, how long he served with Richmond police or anything along that line. As of yet, uh, when we do get that information, we will make sure that people know. But uh, one interesting thing out of this, and this was the mo- the, the weirdest thing. Um, so we had this, again, a pursuit involving a cement truck is not normal. Well, Mm -hmm. then this morning, and we covered this a little bit with our newscast this morning, there was a death investigation involving a crash that also involved a cement truck. Uh, This occurred in South Richmond. So having very little news involving cement trucks over, I don't know, the past decade, maybe, uh, we had two crashes involving cement trucks in less than 24 hours involving this the city of richmond so that was that was just a weird uh weird uh side note to all of this yeah um, other stories we covered uh senator tim kane talked about the debt ceiling shockingly um again he says that spending cuts and the debt ceiling uh should be separate i don't think you're surprised to buy that david i think he's said that to you multiple times as bit. well yes uh, this has been uh so, something he's come back to several times and he's not alone in, in that sort of, uh, stance. It's, it's a lot of the, uh, uh, of the folks we've talked to, especially the, the Democrats around here have, have taken that stance, but, um, you know, he's, that's his story and he's sticking to it. <laughs> yeah. Senator Warner says the same thing, just different voice. Um, but, um, he did one interesting thing he did say is that he did say Democrats are willing to talk about spending cuts. They're just not willing to talk about spending cuts right now. So um whether or not that's true, we'll see at budget time. But hey, let's get through the debt the 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 default date first of June 1st and see what happens there. Um they've never defaulted before, but who knows? You know, it's it's a game of chicken. We'll see see what happens. Um, and uh one other uh, final story we covered for you. This is more for for later this week. Early voting starts Friday because, uh, David, you haven't had an election to vote in in the past, you know, like three weeks. So you, you're able <laughs> to vote yet again. It's about um, time. Yeah. D- David, David lives in the fourth uh, congressional district and uh, uh, which has been uh, been voting, you know, basically nonstop since December, uh, you know, with primaries and various other things. So <laughs> the lawn signs keep changing all around my neighborhood, just like clockwork. So, um, but uh, early voting for the primaries, the June 20th primary, um, primaries, I should say, um, starts on Friday. Not everybody will have a primary, but a lot will. Um, And not everyone will have every primary. Some places have a Senate race. That's a Republican. Some people have a Democratic Senate race. Some people have Democratic House. Just check it out online. Also remember that this is the first election with the new districts. So, Mm. um, People you thought you may be voting for, you may not be voting for, you may not even be in the district you thought you were in. Um, Surprise. Heck, 
I found out I found out which House of Delegates district I was in today while I was doing the interview on early voting because I thought I was <laughs> in one House of Delegates district. It just so happens I'm in the same House of Delegates district as the elections commissioner because that's what we were talking about because she wasn't 100 <laughs> percent sure which dis- district she was in. I mean, she was today. She knew which district she was in but previously because the districts all changed because of redistricting. So everybody's uh, just, confused. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Redistricting happens. It's it's it, and and this is a little bit different than what they've done before. So so a lot of people are seeing that they have uh, new delegates, uh, new delegate districts, and new senate districts. But anyways, yeah. just be aware. Early voting starts uh, starts Friday. So that's basically what we have for you today. Um, the vice president will be in Richmond tomorrow. We don't know where. We don't know when. We will try to get coverage, but we kind of need those two pieces of information to be able to give you coverage. Once we have it, we will determine whether or not we can get there yes. to cover cover it. But we don't have that information as of yet. This is also not surprising. Um, this happens with uh, White House events uh, fairly regularly. Not, and that's non nonpartisan. This happens with White House events of both parties. So you know, yeah, just. We'll, we'll hope to hopefully have coverage for you on that. So, again, this has been the Wednesday evening live edition of It's News to Us. For reporter David Lefkowitz, I'm News Director Matt Demline. We'll talk to you on Thursday. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 